0: Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Hold up.
1: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
0: I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with Big Dick Energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey, guys. Welcome to Currently Cringing. I've got a busy week ahead of me. I am going back to New York City, baby. I will be there all of May and all of June. Pretty exciting. Of course, I haven't packed, you know, and I leave in less than 24 hours and I have to pack for two months. But YOLO. The good thing is I'm moving to New York City temporarily. You know, I think right now I've got this whole back and forth thing going down, which is kind of my dream. I've always wanted to have the best of both worlds, you know? I don't want to be in New York during the winter, and I don't want to be in Miami during the summer. So, so far, it's all working out. The question is, what happens when I meet the boo? You know, when I meet the one? Then what? You know? I kind of always pictured myself with, you know, a tech entrepreneur nerd who could, you know, work from anywhere, but what if that doesn't happen? Then what? I don't know. I haven't really pondered that. I do think I am in a stage in my life where, you know, if I meet someone and I truly, really love them, I guess I'd move with them, you know, to a big city. You know, I'm not moving to Nebraska. Nothing against Nebraska. I've never been. But I'd say I'd move with them, you know, to a big city, any big city. And by big city, I mean New York, L.A., Miami. I don't know where else, you know, I don't know where else I'd end up, you know, Dallas, Seattle. I don't know. Speaking of Seattle, Bill and Melinda Gates are getting a divorce I think everyone's shocked. I mean, I'm shocked. To me, they're like the cookie-cutter, quintessential nerd couple. You know, what went wrong there? You know? Did Bill do something? I mean, you guys know I think marriage is obsolete. That doesn't mean I don't want to try it. And I don't think anyone gets married. Thinking that they're going to get a divorce. But the truth is, everyone's getting divorced. Forget married couples. Even JLo and Aaron couldn't make it, you know? Even people who aren't married are breaking up. I don't know what it is. I mean, I think I know what it is. In my opinion, I think we're just living in a time where there are just too many options, you know? It's like system overload. And I can't imagine being a billionaire or a multimillionaire with fame, like JLo and A-Rod, you know, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos. I mean, the temptation. Do you like how I've already assumed that there was cheating involved? Usually there is. And I'm usually right. My gut says Bill did something, you know? A little bit of hanky-panky with the vaccine research. Who knows? I mean, I hope Melinda has a hot girl summer, you know? I did read her book, The Moment of Lift. I really did enjoy it. But where does she go from here, you know? Where do the women go? Because Bill will find someone if he hasn't already. But what happens to Melinda? Melinda. Mackenzie Bezos, Jeff Bezos's ex-wife, you know, she is with a science teacher. You know, that guy's got some big dick energy. I hope Melinda finds someone, you know. I really hope she does if she hasn't already. A lot of people are breaking up. A lot of people are getting divorced. And I kind of predicted this back in like the lockdown, like the hardcore lockdown, you know when we couldn't even go out and look at the sun, it's all kind of unraveling now, I feel. And it really makes a single gal like me wonder, you know, what is the point? It's a rhetorical question, by the way. Okay, in case you DM me, I know what the point is, Okay, to have companionship, partnership, enjoy your life with someone special. I get it. You know, share the rent. Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. A lot of people just stay together to pay the rent. But, you know, it makes you wonder, what is the point? You know, marriage worked in the past because there were roles. You know, women took care of the home. Men got the bacon, the bread, the paper, whatever you want to call it, you know. Except now, women are getting the bread and the head. So I don't know. One of my best friends, Tracy, she's got two kids and she's thriving with her partner, Mike. And they've been together for over a decade and they're not married. I actually have a few couple friends like that. You know, they're together. They're not married. They have kids. And life is great for them. I think we're going to be seeing that a lot more. You know, just people committing to each other without the marriage part of it. I was also surprised to see that Bill and Melinda Gates had only been married for 27 years. Melinda is 56 and Bill is 65. And then I think, you know, Anish, you're going to be 37 this year. I know I look 27, maybe even 17, some would say. But That means, you know, 30 years, I'll be 67. I don't even think I have time for a divorce, you know? I've got like a solid 30-year marriage, and that's if I get married in 2021. And if you're married well, you know, divorce can be exciting, you know? That's settlement. That's settlement. That's something fun, you know? (laughs) there's something thrilling about getting half, you know? And I hear you get even more if you have children. So if you're marrying well, make sure to get knocked up. That's my advice to you, you know? And I've said this before, you know, I have my feelings about divorced people. I think it's a double-edged sword, you know? I have friends that say they want someone divorced because they have experience. I know myself. I'm very jealous, you know. I don't know if I can handle looking at your wedding pictures with someone else. You know, I might stab you in your sleep one day because I thought of the pictures. You know, that's the type of person I am. I'm very possessive. I can be very jealous I know people say, oh, that's a turnoff. Well, I want someone to be possessive and jealous of me. You know, not in a Glenn Close fatal attraction kind of way. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I have it in me. And then if you have kids with someone, then I have to deal with your baby mama or your, your baby daddy, right? And who wants to deal with that? I'm sorry. I think maybe people with kids should be in blended families. I don't know. And it it has nothing to do with the kids, right? It's not their fault. They didn't ask to be in the situation. So I think it's tough when you have to deal with an ex. And when there's kids involved, the ex isn't going anywhere. For me, it's not about the kids. I would love the kids. It's about knowing that you stuck your finger in someone's asshole and I have to see them, you know? I don't want that. But anywho, if you're getting divorced or you plan to get divorced, I really send you, you know, thoughts and prayers because it's rough. You know, jokes aside, it's tough. It's horrible. You know, people that I know who have been divorced, they tell me, you know, it's like the worst thing that they've ever been through. It's it's really no joke. So, you know sending prayers out to you guys out there who are getting divorced, who have been divorced, in the process of getting divorced. I know it's rough. I hear it's rough. You know, I made a pact with myself, you know, a couple of years ago when I moved back home and hit rock bottom and did the whole silent breakdown thing. I said I would be more open and not just open to, you know, meeting people, trying new things but more open in, you know, doing things that I would usually never do. So, yeah, I went to the Great Barrier Reef and conquered my fear of the ocean and swimming in the ocean. I know how to swim, but I've always been afraid of the ocean and the animals in it. And so I did that, went on a TV show. I mean, went on a fucking hike, for God's sake. And now I'm going on a road trip. You know, when I think of a road trip, I think of Caucasian people, white people, you know, that's like white people shit. We never did that growing up, you know. I watched the National Lampoon Chevy Chase movies, and I loved them. I mean, those movies are iconic, but I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be in a car with my family. And thankfully, neither did they. So I'm going on a road trip with some people, and We're doing like a New England trip. Again, more white people shit. Like I've been to Morocco, but I haven't been to Rhode Island, honey. It's quite bizarre, you know? Like I've been to Dubai, but I haven't been to Connecticut. And then of course, back to the paying thing, right? You know, we said for guys, they should pay, especially when they're courting you. Except I told you I broke my own rules. I've been paying here and there, okay? Not gonna lie. It just is what it is right now. I can't explain it. But now with the road trip, you're going with friends and then you have this Venmo situation and it's easy. You know, amongst friends, you just tell your friends, okay, this is what we owe each other. However, what do you do when it's a boo or a, situationship or a friends with benefits, then what do you do? Who pays for what? A lot of my guy friends say 50-50, and a lot of my female friends say guys should pay, even when, when you're friends with benefits. It's all very confusing. I mean, I think we need to just pod with a panel of different people to see what you do, you know, because some Couples, I know, split, and they're together. But then when they were courting each other, the guy was paying. And then other couples, you know, the guy pays for everything. And then if you listen to my pod with Dylan, Dylan Patel, he's like my gay BFF. In the gay world, everything's 50-50, split down the middle. And most of them are successful anyway. I'll say it again, you know, straights should be canceled. Why can't we be like the gays? Why can't we be a power couple? Because most successful men don't want to be with successful women. You know, they want to be with a submissive kind of lady from what I've seen and heard. But when I figure out the whole paying situation, I'll let you know. But for now, like I've always kept it real with you. For now, I'm going at it on a case-by-case basis. It all depends on, you know, the mood, the vibe, as the kids say. How do I feel? How do I feel about the other person? So far, there's only one guy that I've paid with, and I actually like him a lot. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, I'm going to New York and I'm also going on a road trip for like three days, which is, you know, an alien experience for me. That's like going to Mars. And if you watched Family Karma season one, then, you know, my hotel phobia, you know, I, I think hotels are gross and it doesn't matter what the hotel is like. It could be the Four Seasons, the Ritz-Carlton, like it's it's still a hotel, guys. I had this shitty boss once, you know, in the fashion industry, and I remember telling her about my hotel phobia. And she was like, "Well, you must not have had stayed at good ones." And I was like, "I've stayed at all the best hotels all over the world. For the most part, it it's not that. It's I have a phobia, you know. It's it's a real thing. It's called xenodocophobia I don't know where I got it from. There must be some childhood trauma with hotels. But yeah, every time I'm staying at a hotel for the first time with a new boo, it's it's kind of scary because they're going to see how weird I get with the germs and all that stuff, you know? It's tough. It kind of spooks them. I've gotten better over the years, a lot better because I do love to travel and staying in a hotel is part of traveling. But I always have to explain to them, you know, like, hey, I have this hotel phobia and I can't stay in rooms with carpet and I need a room that has a bathroom with a standing shower and yeah, you get the gist. You really do get to learn about someone, though, on a road trip, you know, on a mini vacation. I think you definitely need to go on three trips at least before, you know, you become official. And then before you get married, you need to go on like a crazy trip, you know, abroad, like somewhere far, like a trip that's like, you know, the flight consists of 17 hours. That's when you really get to know someone, you know, when they're at their worst. You know, I remember being in Thailand, Landing in Thailand and being the adventurer that I am, hitting the streets, and within minutes, I had a heat stroke and I needed to be carried back to the hotel room, literally, and passed out. And the person I was with was completely fine with that, you know. And I would like to know, you know, how would people react? in that situation. Like you got to really put some people through some tests, you know, how would they behave if you had a heat stroke in Thailand? You know, would they be mad at you? Would they be annoyed? Or would they carry you back to the hotel room and nurse you back to health? Let's see how it all goes down. I feel like hot girl summer is getting started. I'm going on this road trip. And, you know, I've told you guys, I don't really sleep with anybody unless I have a connection with them. And I rarely have a connection with anybody. But when you sleep with someone, okay, and now I'm speaking from a female perspective, I've never bought a condom. But I have friends that buy condoms. And that is just wild to me. So I don't have condoms and I don't buy them, but I do have a preference if that makes any sense. I know we just went from road tripping to condoms, but bear with me here. How do you tell a guy that you prefer a certain type of condom? And that's because I'm very sensitive and I have allergies, but we're surviving. And I'm just I'm just a fragile, delicate being. And so I prefer a certain type of condom. How do you even bring that up? I don't know. And then some of my girlfriends are like, oh, I, I just buy the condoms or I tell them which one to buy. And I don't know. I feel like I'm so shy when it comes to those things, even though I'm talking about it now on a podcast. I'm not there yet in life where I can go to a store and buy a condom. I'm not there yet. And I'm not comfortable telling a guy which one I want. I have bought lube before. I've never purchased a plan B, never taken one. You know, be safe, guys. Be safe. I know it's hot girl summer and it's PQAP, you know, post-quarantine after-party. But be safe, okay? Have fun, but don't be irresponsible. I will... Keep you guys posted on the road trip, the hotel situation, the condom situation, and of course, hot girl summer, you know, I really hope I'm not that person that, you know, hyped up hot girl summer. And then the next thing you know, I'm in a LTR. I learned that long term relationship. I hope I'm not in an LTR before hot girl summer, you know. I'm such a sucker for love. This is why I did well when I wasn't dating. Because dating a niche, you know, I'm just boy crazy. It's a hot mess. I'm in my feelings. I'm emo. It's a roller coaster. But but that's all part of the process, you know? That's all part of the process of finding love. And they say love finds you. But you do need to put yourself out there and i will be out there on a road trip possibly buying condoms in new england somewhere at a gas station i don't know i love you guys please be safe and i will be potting from somewhere in new england next week bye guys thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chat. Hold up.